Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the wonderful world of A Word with Will. This is Will Rogers speaking as always, and I hope you guys are having an amazing day. Uh, wanted to get to you guys a little sooner, but I had some personal stuff going on, some family, so I had to take some time off. But, you know, shit happens. Roll with the punches. Keep on going. Uh, if you're a new listener, thank you. Been listening. Appreciate it even more. Um, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and roll into the day subject, and I don't mean to be full-on comic book nerd again, but towards the beginning of quarantine, I kind of uh, decided to watch the Avengers movies, and there's four of them, so then it was just like, well, if I'm going to spend the time watching all those, you know, when was the last time you watched Iron Man or Iron Man 2? So I figured, fuck, I'm going to watch the whole thing, you know? So, you know, definitely took weeks when I had the free time. I'm not going to say I watched every detail as if I was watching the movie for the first time, but definitely watched them, put the hours in, and uh, yeah, kind of noticed some ongoing funny things. One in particular, that is what I'm going to talk to you about today. So I wanted to call today's episode hashtag poor roadie. Um, before I get into what I'm talking about, a good friend of mine, she had showed me way back in the day, there's these memes called poor Michelle, hashtag poor Michelle. And if you ever have the time to look it up, (laughs) you totally should. Um, it's like these memes about Michelle from Destiny's Child, the third one, and how she always kind of got short staffed and, you know, still Kelly and Beyonce be wearing gold dresses. She's wearing a black one, Uh, just like how she was always left out or kind of, you know, it's definitely an exaggeration, but still funny nonetheless. So in that nature, watching these movies, man, I kind of felt bad for our boy James Rhodes, uh, Colonel James Rhodes, Captain James Rhodes, uh, who is War Machine, uh, respectively, in both the comics and the movies. Um, So yeah, first off, hashtag poor Rhodey, he is the only, well, I would say main, semi-main, you know, B-level character um, in any of those movies to be uh, recast. So he was, uh, he was originally cast by Terrence Howard, man, you know, old hustle and flow. Hey, look here, Tony, man, let me go ahead and get one of them suits, cuz. <laughs> but, and I thought he did a good job, you know, they had a good chemistry and whatnot. Um, so when they first started doing the first Iron Man, first Marvel Studios movie, um, they didn't know if it'd be a huge success or not. So they weren't signing these actors to these huge five, six contract move, uh, movie contracts. Uh, it was just a one and done deal. So after the success of the first Iron Man, they offered Iron Man a bunch of, or Robert Downey Jr. a fuck ton of money, you know, for a sequel. And I guess Terrence Howard's raise, whether he got one or not, was nowhere near what uh, Robert Downey Jr. was. And I know there's some more underlying reasons. So he basically said, fuck y'all, fuck Marvel, took off. Hashtag poor roadie, right? Um, So then as the movies go on, uh, Iron Man 2, they're trying, the government's trying to take the suit, and we get introduced to the new James Rhodes, and they did it kind of cool, they showed him walking in from the back, and once they shake hands with Iron Man, he's like, get over it, I'm here, and it was kind of like a, you know, like a clever way to let the audience know, hey, I've been recast, get over it, but it was also kind of like fit into the movie, so that was clever, um, but in that movie, yeah, he's kind of played as a 
almost two-faced friend. Like, he doesn't mean it, but he respects his, you know, government more. And he ends up, like, fucking stealing the suit and blah, 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 whatever. So, you know, kind of lame storyline. Uh, we fast forward, and Tony Stark has, like, 38 costumes by now, suits. And Rhodey still has the same one that they just keep fucking painting different colors and adding different little guns to it. But for the most part, you know, he gets left in the dust. Even in Iron Man 3, Tony Stark releases like 80 fucking robots. And he, homeboy's like, give me a robot. And he's like, oh, man, I can't. They're just for me, not for you, scrub. So it's like, damn, another example of hashtag poor roadie. Pretty fucked up. But it only gets more fucked up as we keep going with this character. So what's next? Okay, Captain America Civil War. We got quite a few things that happened in this movie. Um, They gave him a bulkier suit, which I assume is the same fucking suit, opens the same way. It's just like, uh, you know, more guns again. But they made a big deal with the toys and everything. He gets this like ejecto dildo that comes out of his suit and it's like a bat, a baseball bat. And they had all the toys, all the marketing had him flying around with this fucking bat. So you're like, man, what the fuck is this going to do? So finally in the big climactic scene where they're going to fight fucking uh, Captain America versus Iron Man, all that good stuff, uh, he brought, he busts out the bat. He really does bust out the bat. And he's like, yo, bro, this bat is fucked up. It's not going to kill you, but it's definitely going to hurt. And you're like, oh, okay, well, you know, at least it'll do something cool. Well, then as the movie continues... Like, not even the next scene, he goes to swing the bat at some character, and the motherfucking, they break it. Break the bat. So this brand new, super cool weapon they had to fucking make toy molds for and mass produce this goddamn extendo dick bat, and it was in the movie for five minutes. So if you bought the toy, you should just cut that shit in half for a diorama, because, I mean, it literally doesn't do shit. And if it does, we'll never know. Because you never see it ever again. Maybe he broke it and was like, yeah, that was, that was my bad. That was a really bad design. I take full credit for that one. YOLO. You know what I mean? So there you go. But then as the movie goes on, as we know, in that scene, I guess Captain America finally takes off. They're in the Quinjet. They're going to find whoever. And they send War Machine after the plane. But Vision's on the ground, he's doing something, and whatever. He ends up shooting like a laser beam or something, and I think it's Falcon, the Winter Soldier, or no, Falcon, that kind of fucks him up, and it leads to Vision accidentally shooting poor Rhodey's fucking arc reactor. So this motherfucker just like falls, who knows how many thousands of feet, out of the fucking sky, going down and then boom crashes right boom fucked unconscious iron man super sad he fucking blows homeboy uh falcon when he lands and yeah it's fucked up so after that happens it turns out that roadie's paralyzed he obviously can't walk nobody knows if his dick works hope it does because if you get paralyzed your dick don't work then what's the point like Fuck it. Pull the plug. You know what I mean? Roll this man off a bridge. 
But anyway, we don't know. It's never confirmed. But what it is confirmed is that he is paralyzed. Motherfucker has to walk with robot legs. Even in Endgame, he's got robot legs on. Fucked up. Sorry for the character. Uh, that never happened in the comic books. But the movies are the movies. And they just decided to fuck hashtag poor Rhodey again. So, you think that would be the end of it. But not only did they say, fuck the character, we paralyzed his ass. They're going to rub salt on the fucking wound. And it comes in like two different waves. Um, so originally in Homecoming, they released Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming, after that move, after Civil War. And it was literally takes place during the events of Civil War and a little after. So in Spider-Man Homecoming, you see... Tony Stark is in it a lot. And the whole movie, he's like in such a good mood. Shangri-La, he's supposed to be having this huge fallout with Captain America at the time. But he doesn't seem to be phased by it at all. And then, supposedly, after the fight, they literally have Tony Stark drop Spider-Man off at home in the limo. Which Spider-Man no longer has the black eye that he had in that movie. But also, they're just in such great mood. He's talking about his aunt being sexy and they're laughing and shit. And it's just like, yo, bro, like... Technically, aren't you supposed to be devastated that your best friend now how longer has the legs or a pee-pee? And it's just like, oh, we forgot about that. Let's lighten up the mood. Fuck him. Fuck poor Rhodey. Hashtag poor Rhodey. So it's just like kind of takes away from the severity of the character's injury. So you think that would be fucked up. But the biggest, biggest hashtag fuck you poor Rhodey comes in the movie Black Panther. Uh, if we're familiar with the movie Black Panther, Black Panther was introduced in Civil War, the same movie that he fell and fucking got paralyzed. Black Panther takes place only months after Civil War. And in that movie, there is a CIA agent or something like that. It's fucking Bilbo Baggins from <laughs> Lord of the Rings movies. He's in Black Panther. And Whatever, not going to get too far into it, but in one of the scenes of the movie, Bilbo Baggins jumps in front of a bullet to save a Wakandan, right? And boom, shot right in the fucking spine. He's fucking shutting down. This dude is going to goddamn convulse, probably die, or at the very least, bust a roadie and be crippled with no pee-pee. But somehow they take this magic Wakandan anal bead and literally stick it in the motherfucker's bullet hole. And he's good. He's chilling. Like, he just passes out. No science explained. You don't need it. It's an anal bead. It works. Uh, apparently, if you put him anywhere above your butt, your asshole, it will heal you. So, gonna have to try it out one time. Anyway, so then they literally take this fool back to Wakanda. And they make a joke of it. Homeboy's sister, Black Panther's sister, Shuri. She's like, oh, great, another broken white boy to fix. Because they already got the armless uh, uh, Winter Soldier there who's all fucked up in the head. So literally, as if to no difficulty whatsoever, level one difficulty, kindergarten fucking class, this lady pulls up a holographic image of the dude's spine. And yeah, next scene... He's 100% ready to go. Like, they just motherfucking gave this guy a leg transplant, cut him in half. They don't ever explain it. They just said he's fixed. Boom. Voila. Ta-da. Good to go. So then, you kind of, the movie goes on. But then, in retrospect, I'm like, damn. 
poor Rhodey. That's fucked up. So you're going to tell me that during Civil War, Black Panther saw this man fall thousands of feet. A black man, not that it should matter, but a black man fall who was fighting on the same side as him for his cause falls thousands of feet to the ground boom makes a crater don't got no pee pee don't got no legs can't fucking walk no more without robot legs and does nothing literally does nothing to help him leaves says fuck you let iron man build you robot legs nobody cares if you can walk on your own you are fucked but we're gonna go ahead and fix this strange white man because he helped us out like <coughs> I don't know. That's just it just blew my mind, because if you line it up and you do the timeline, if you look it up online, the distance between the movies that took place in between these movies is minimal. So that technology was already there. So literally from being recast to being stuck with one costume to being paralyzed and being ignored, even though they could have fixed them, they chose not to. That is the character story arc of one Captain James Rhodes. Hashtag poor roadie. It's pretty fucked up. <laughs> I don't know what the writers were thinking. Maybe they hated the character. I know when they did the original Spider-Man 3, Sam Raimi hated Venom, so he kind of fucked up the character. But to fuck him over over the course of every single movie he's been in is literally mind-boggling to me. But I don't write the movies. I just watch them, and I get to talk to you about them. Oh, one more bonus thing. When I say that he never gets a new suit, I did think that was funny. The first new suit that he gets is the very last movie, Endgame, and it's like a mixture of a War Machine, Iron Patriot, and the only way I know it's a real new suit is because it's very bulky, but at the end, they finally show the helmet opens up in like this three-way direction. So, cool, he finally gets a new suit, but again, the Marvel Universe, the writers, the creators give so little fucks about poor Rhodey that they don't even have a definition or reason or explain where the new suit came from at all, where he got it, why he got it, who made it, government, Tony Stark, no one cares, no one cares. He is just the token war machine, Iron Man sidekick, and it's kind of fucked up. So hopefully in further iterations, if any, or if ever revamped or rebooted, let's show Captain James Rhodes some love and help a brother out because he got screwed this time around, man. But yeah, if you're still listening, thank you guys so much uh, for sticking around. I know super random. Uh, next one will not be about comics. We'll try and make it something super interesting. Who knows? Maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe we won't. I've asked a few people and then it just never really works out or we just end up doing something else. But really going to try and sit down and flesh some stuff out. Got some really good ideas for you guys. And I really, really, really look forward to hearing you guys opinions and i'm gonna cut it right there so again thank you for joining a word with will this is will rogers as always and have a wonderful beautiful day